Welcome back. In this week's episode, we discuss Ron DeSantis creating a new anti-communist holiday, five aborted fetuses being found in a house in Washington, D.C., and Trump being called the Great MAGA King by none other than Joe Biden. I'm Luke. And I'm Rody. And this is the Right Side of the Compass podcast. So, Rody, how was your weekend? Uh, it was very nice. It was very relaxing. Um, can't complain. Yeah, that's good. That's good. You? Uh, I slept a lot. I'm still very exhausted from the flight back to Israel, so I'm very, very tired, as you can probably imagine. That's great. Yeah, the key is to try to go to bed at a normal hour so you can try to wake up at a normal hour. The problem is, is I went to sleep at around... 11, 12 my time. I woke up at 2 in the morning. Oh, my God. Yeah, I know. So my whole sleep schedule is now crazy right now. So whatever. We'll see. In any case, uh, we would like to continue providing great content for you guys. And we want to expand our operations as well. But that requires your help, dear listener. Please like the video. Share it with your friends. And subscribe to the channel. In addition, you can hit the notification bell to be notified of whenever there's new content. We are additionally on all of your favorite podcast platforms such as Spotify, Apple, Google, etc. If you want to reach out to us, you are more than welcome to slide into our DMs at the right side of the compass on Instagram or to comment in the comment section on YouTube. We worked very hard on this episode and we hope you enjoy. Anyway, so let's get to our first topic. Uh, Ron DeSantis just signed a bill saying that uh, we're going to have a new holiday in Florida. Woohoo, I love holidays. I love holidays, although I don't think the school children are going to like this holiday because it's not like a eat hot dogs and, you know, drink beer type of holiday. But uh, it's still a good holiday, in my opinion. The best holiday. November 7th of next year or this year, rather, the, the next November 7th, let's just put it that way, the next November 7th will be forever known as Victims of Communism Day. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, why November 7th specifically? That I actually don't know. I'm sure there's a great reason for it, but the idea behind the holiday is that on November 7th, high school students will be taught about the horrors of communism from many, many different communist regimes, such as the Soviet Union, so um, communist Cuba, uh, Mao, China, etc. And the, from what I understand, this is essentially how the rule goes. On November 7th, high school students that are taking their state-mandated U.S. government class will have to spend at least 45 minutes learning about communism and its victims. And uh, that's very good. Well, don't they already learn about that when they learn history? Right, but, well, first of all, a lot of history classes don't cover it because history is typically taught in a linear fashion. And typically, a lot of the schools, they don't really get up to communism before the school year ends. That's true. Every time I learned American history, they always got up to, like, World War II. And then, you know, it was already the end of the year, so they didn't, like have enough time to to move past world war ii right but also i think the important thing is that they're focusing specifically 
not just on like how communism started, what it is. They're focusing specifically on the horrors of communism. Uh And what the results were. Exactly. Similar to how you might learn about the Holocaust and a Holocaust Memorial Day. This is supposed to be specifically about communism and why it's important. And also remember, just as a matter of policy, like if you if you want something taken seriously, you don't teach it like in the last two classes. You teach it like towards the middle of the year when 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 the kids have to be focused on it, you know, because at the beginning of the year, people typically don't care about what goes on in the classroom. And at the end of the year, they're studying for finals. Here's very important that the kids are like November 7th. It's it's in the middle of the year. It's. It's at a time when most students are going to be there for whatever reason, you know, because they're not just going to skip it. And then the students are going to learn about victims of communism. Uh, and this is not the only thing that the DeSantis administration has been doing. Um, they have been taking care of the school system in terms of rejection of 40 math textbooks from the Florida curriculum. Many of this, many of these rejections have to do with uh, things such as critical race theory, but also from what I understand, it also has to do with, uh, what was it called? Common core or is that what it's called? Common core. I don't know what that is. It's basically the new way of teaching mathematics and such. And essentially I, I think they're getting rid of it in Florida. They don't want to teach common core math. Okay. And what is it? It's like a new way of doing math. I don't, I don't know what it is. I've never heard of it, but from what I understand, it's very bad. And considering, you know, school children not knowing anything, it makes sense to me. You've also had the Stop Woke Act and the Don't Say Gay Bill, which really should be called the Groomer Bill, the Anti-Groomer Bill. So it looks like Florida is a great place to raise your kids. Um, yeah, no, it seems like a great place to live. Uh, great weather, um, you know, a lot of land. Uh, alligators children can play with. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, if I was if I was looking for a place to raise my kids, I would definitely consider Florida. This this is quickly turning into the greatest state in the union. Easily. It's like, mommy, mommy, look what I found. Can we keep him? And it brings an alligator. <laughs> that, that, well, listen, if my kid can survive being, ra- being living with an alligator, he could survive anything. That, that's really important. Uh, yeah. So I, I, I'm look, but I'm, but seriously, I'm looking at this state and I'm going, wow, you know, this is incredible. Ron DeSantis is doing a great job. Yeah. So why do you think he made this communism? Like, was there something happening that, like? that made him want to make this holiday? Well, yeah, I think it's, I think the reality is, is that you have a lot of people in the United States, especially younger people who don't know about communism, right? Even, and and I think this is especially important because in Florida, you have a lot of Cubans. So they ran away from communism and then the Cubans come to Florida. And then all of a sudden, all these like woke libs are are telling their kids that communism is great. And so I, I think, what happened is, is that you have a lot of Ron DeSantis's constituents who go, hey, can we get rid of all the woke stuff? And Ron DeSantis goes, yes, we can. Let's do it. And, you know, he starts getting rid of uh, the groomers and he starts getting rid of, like, critical race theory. And now he has a Victims of Communism Day. And I think that's very good for, especially for the the people who are DeSantis. And you think it's also to combat CRT where they teach marxism yeah because critical race theory is really just cultural marxism 
So essentially, they're not just not teaching Marxism, they're teaching anti-Marxism. They're being anti-Marxist because, as I said earlier, it's not just a matter of not being a groomer. It's about being actively anti-groomer. It's not just being not a Marxist. It's about being actively anti-Marxist. And this is very good, what the DeSantis administration is doing. I kind of don't want him to run for president. I think this is what he's doing in Florida is incredible. Just continue doing that, whatever whatever he's doing. If he runs for president, then who's going to run Florida? <laughs> it, well, that, that's, uh, that's why a lot of people in Florida don't want him to run for president. Not because they don't like him, it's because they like him so much. They don't they don't want to get rid of him. Yeah, because then, you know, where where's there going to be a safe haven for us? Exactly. Speaking of uh, safe havens and not having a safe haven, um, let's talk about the second topic. And this is a very disturbing topic. I, I wish that I wouldn't have to talk about this. And I know I get to pick the topics on the show. So I'm kind of, you know, saying this rather facetiously or whatever. But I wish I didn't have to talk about it in terms of in terms of I didn't feel compelled to talk about it, but I do feel compelled to talk about it, especially considering what's going on with Roe v. Wade and the reaction to a possible overturning of Roe v. Wade. Let's discuss this topic. Frozen fetus is found in a D.C. home. You want to give more detail on that? Let's do it. So there were five frozen fetuses found in the home of Lauren Handy, a leftist, atheist, anti-abortion activist. I know she doesn't believe in God, but as far as I'm concerned, she's doing the Lord's work. And she was, how this basically happened was, is that she was, I think, arrested or she's she's being charged with obstructing access to an abortion clinic. And while her house was being investigated, they the, the police found these five aborted fetuses. Now, if you go to liveaction.org, where this story was like where you can find all the details. Essentially, you'll see the most graphic pictures I've ever seen in my life. I don't think I've seen anything quite like it. You see just, I don't even want to describe it. It's just, they're not just fetuses, but fetuses that look like they're in pain. Like the expression on their faces look like something terrible. Not that they died in their sleep or whatever. They look like something was being done to them and they were in a lot of pain when it was being done. And just as a matter of like, wow, this is so upsetting as a matter of, as a matter of just the, the pop, like just the, the humanity of it. I don't think it's possible to look at these pictures and, and be pro choice. Maybe there's a, a part like a very small window in the pregnancy where theoretically we can have an abort but I, I i just i can't look at these pictures and you saw these pictures as well roadie and you can't look at these pictures and be pro-choice you just can't yeah no it's it's horrifying i i, I pictures yeah i don't think i'm going to sleep tonight <laughs> <laughs> you laugh like, you laugh but that that's that's the least funny thing i've ever said in my life uh yeah no it was yeah i i'm I've never been more horrified in my life and I, I, I happen to be not, I happen to be a squeamish person, but still, this is just terrifying. Yeah. This uh, is why I'm not becoming a doctor. Yeah, I know. But what, what the people who did this are not doctors, they are murderers. But regardless, the, the story I think is, is, is interesting, obviously for that reason, but 
I'm sure there are the pro-life people that can say it much better than I can. And this is not like, that's not where I want to take the story. Cause I'm sure that other people are going to say similar things. What I want to talk about is more the political aspect of it and how the police are nakedly using this as a cudgel against the issues that are not popular with the regime. Okay. Right. So, so what do you mean by that? So, the police, they, they go into this home. They find these fetuses, right? Okay. Well, the chief of police said apparently that this was legal. That that in the sense that it was legal for this to have been done to these children. Because it, it's in D.C. and not in a state. So there's no state law. There's only federal law that's... Uh, there, there's no like law against abortion because it's not a state. No, that that's... I mean, that's that's an indictment on the federal government. That's an indictment on the city of D.C. Fine, fair enough, right? But that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, is that if it was legal to cut up these babies and kill them, right, why is it a problem that this anti-abortion activist has it? What do you mean? If it's just a thing, right? If, it, if the baby is legally allowed to be killed in such a manner. Okay. okay. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. If the baby's legally allowed to be killed in this manner, why is it a problem for this lady to have the aborted fetuses in her house? Well, it's it's not. She's being charged for it. Right, but then what where's what's the problem? What's the pro- I'm asking what is the problem here? If it's a problem that if if, if let's say the police broke into went into my house with a warrant, right? Cuz if they didn't have a warrant it would be a different thing. But let's say they went into my house with a warrant and they found a frozen body in the freezer. Right? The police would rightly say, like, hey, listen, this is... Why is there a human body in this guy's freezer? <laughs> no, like... I don't know. No, seriously. This, this is a big issue. Like, what? That would, that would be the response by the police. And rightly so. If the... If if this baby right now the police are saying like oh we there are these five fetuses these five babies essentially in in this person's house right what are they doing here right they might say well either they're human and then the question becomes legitimate what is what are these five fetuses doing here right or yeah or they're not a baby or they're just a clump of cells and then the question becomes who cares. I I have many I believe the police the chief of police said like something along the line these items these items were found when he was doing his press conference he said these items were being found. like politically correct kind of yeah it's like these items okay yeah I got a speaker right here I got a jar full of pens those are items yep what they what are they doing what does it matter it's not a crime to have a speaker so they're it's not, not a- considered human right it's not it's not right it's not a crime to have items in your house. But it is a crime to have fetuses, but it's not a crime to kill those fetuses. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, but like, I mean, on one of the articles you sent me, it says here, you know, some of the charges that were that she's being charged with include a violation of federal law known as Freedom of Access to Clinic Entrances Act or the FACE Act, which prohibits physical obstruction of or using the threat of force to intimidate or interfere with a person seeking reproductive health services the associated press reported so basically 
if she's being charged with that, then it is, then they are people because this act is stating that, oh, by aborting these, these babies, then she's basically interfering with, you know, with. She wait no no no, no hold on to, well, hold on hold on a minute she did not abort the fetuses she did not abort uh, the fetuses that's not okay. what happened what happened was is that there was a whistleblower who gave her these fetuses these babies were already dead when she got them okay she spends all of her life trying to make sure that babies aren't killed she's not chopping up babies ah uh, okay. Right, so then why is it a problem for her to have these children if they're just items, if they're not? Uh-huh, okay, I so get the, it. So these are using, these are using, the police are using these fetuses to kind of nail her, to kind of get her on more crimes, because they are doing an investigation. So they're using these fetuses to try to intimidate her and try to maybe get her a harsher sentence for what she did. Uh, for violating the FACE Act, right? Because that she did do that in, in a separate thing. That The reason why she, they were in her house in the first place finding these dead fetuses is because she was under investigation for violating the FACE Act. So now she's in bigger trouble because of these fetuses. Oh. Okay. Right. But if abortion's not an issue, if you're just getting rid of a clump of cells, who cares? Yeah. You're right. Yeah, so the this is very obviously and being and nakedly being used as a political tactic to intimidate this person to to shut down political opposition. And by the way, this person is not conservative. She works at the po- Progressive Anti-Abortion uh Union. I think it's called the Progressive Anti-Abortion Union. Um, let me just double check. Oh, Progressive Anti-Abortion Uprising. So this is this is a person who agrees with the left on everything. Except for abortion. Okay. And it makes sense because if you think that, like, we need to save the spotted owl by saving the environment and not chopping down trees, why is it all of a sudden they think it's okay to start killing people? Yeah, no, you're right. Of course I'm right. I'm always right. That's the first rule of the Right Side of the Compass podcast. Luke is always right. Luke's always right. <laughs> exactly. So Even when he's wrong, he's right. The truth bends to my will. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> so the the reality here is that the, the police are the police want it both ways. And and the law really wants it both ways. They want it so that these women can go and kill their children without repercussions. But the people who who are trying to expose this so that people's minds will be changed, they're going to be under political attack. The you're saying the left, yeah. The left is the le- the left is using the institutions to attack the right. And I know technically this anti this particular anti-abortion person is on the left, quote unquote, but she's doing something that is against the establishment, and the therefore the establishment is attacking her using the institutions, such as the police, such as the the law. So the police is using these pictures to say, oh, no, this is bad. Like, no, not these pictures. They're using the fact that they found these fetuses in her apartment and saying, like, these items, uh, I mean the fetuses, right? These items, right? If they're items, who cares? They're, they they oh, were already So you're killed. saying that they're, the police are for abortion then? 
yeah. or they're just or they're just bending to you're saying the 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 narrative. They're bending to the narrative. They're not interested in the truth. They, they, when the baby, when the fetuses are just items, right? If they're just being aborted, if they're just, you know, if, if some lady wants to go and kill her kids, they're just items. Who cares? We don't need to prevent anything from happening to those babies. But when someone has them in the freezer because they were handed the, to them by a whistleblower, all of a sudden... They're, they're, they're fetuses. We need to do an investigation. What is this fetus doing in the in this lady's house? We can't have it both ways. Either they're items and they don't have any particular significance. Or they're people and they need to be protected. Not after they died, but beforehand. Why aren't they doing an investigation into the clinic? Why I mean, do they... I think also the issue was they said that these five babies that were aborted were of the age where they could have survived given the proper medical help uh, after um, being aborted. No, okay. So, no. So, the, basically, what they're saying here is that these aren't like a clump of cells anymore, right? Like, a lot of people like to say, oh, well, they could get an abortion at such and such week, right? Because such and such week, they're not really a baby. They're a clump of cells. Okay, like, fine. In the first two weeks, if, like, you want to, like, I don't agree with this, right? Don't, don't get me wrong. I don't agree no, with this. They're just stem cells. Right, yeah, exactly. So, like, even the first two weeks, someone wants to say, like, oh, there's not really a baby at two weeks. I'm like, I disagree, but, like, that's a conversation we can have. At 32 weeks, that baby's almost ready to be born. Yeah. Yeah, that's... Yeah, that's, that's basically a human. <laughs> yeah, it's not basically, it is. It is a human. You would be upset if, like, a puppy died, but this baby's practically a baby, and we're not, like making heads roll over this this is driving me bananas like this is terrible the babies were ready to be born they could have been born prematurely and they could have been put in one of those uh, incubator things that sometimes we put premature babies inside would have been fine babies yeah no you're right um i agree yeah um and this comes off the heels of another disturbing story in ukraine where they found that there were uh that there was like in a certain hospital, they were taking freshly born babies away from their parents and harvesting their organs. Very oh God. Yeah, I know this is, and we only know about this because of uh, what's going on in Ukraine and Russia, but there's a lot of stuff in the news about these babies recently. And I got to say, you know, I, I, I'm going to tell an anecdote. I, 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 this weekend I was at a Shabbat table and I was talking to one of the, you know, one of the, one of my fellow lunch guests and we were talking and I said like, Oh, I'm so glad Roe versus Wade is being overturned. And she asked me, is like, you're okay with healthcare being, you know, denied to women. And I said, yeah, that cause abortion is not healthcare. After seeing that picture, I, after seeing those pictures, after seeing that, it's like, Nope, I, 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 I wish I would have been, I wish I would have said, I wish I would have attacked her verbally. And I wish I would have said like, you're a terrible person. Like, I hope no one gets married to you because like, this is like a terrible thing. Like, people who say they're pro-choice, they have no idea what they're talking. They have no either they don't know what they're talking about, or worse, they do know what they're talking about, and they're just monsters. I can't look at those pictures and and be like, "Wow, that's okay." There's no planet where that's okay. What happened to those kids? Anyways, um, now that we're done talking about that 
let's talk about something a little bit more kind of fun and upbeat because I can't be depressed all the time. That is Joe Biden and the great MAGA king. Woohoo. Yeah, let's let's talk about that. So um, Joe Biden, he recently called uh, Trump the great MAGA king. So there's some kind of own. <laughs> so do thought, you know why he, he did that? I think because he was trying to like be cute as like the ultra the ultra MAGA people like they're they're ultra make America great again people and the great MAGA king kind of making fun of Trump or kind of make them seem like the bad guy. Yeah, because it's like the great MAGA king. Like that's awesome. I'm kind of like if you were to like you know like oh the great demon king or you know like the great MAGA king. <laughs> yeah, but that's awesome. I, I don't I don't know why that's an insult. That's great. I, I love the fact that I'm ultra MAGA now. It's like I've powered up. I, you know, I got, I got some, I got some. I've gone Super Saiyan. <laughs> exactly. I've gone ultra MAGA. Before I was just regular MAGA. Now I'm ultra MAGA. Oh my god. <laughs> can we oh get my like, god! You can make you can make a Dragon Ball Z meme like that. Ultra MAGA. Exactly. It's like no, there's Goku. They have like Ultra Instinct. Right. Right. Exactly. So you have like regular goku and then you have super saiyan goku and like it's like ultra maga now yeah exactly <laughs> so so yeah like and then there's king maga and did you see the picture i sent you the picture yeah did you see oh yeah yeah i saw the with uh trump's i wouldn't say tweet but well that's untrue you know what this is this is a uh, truth social truth social that's his platform yeah yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so he was on Truth Social, and he said, The great MAGA king is the name Joe Biden is now using to describe me. Thank you, Joe. Make America great again. Yeah. <laughs> I love this. And and Trump yeah. is loving it, too. He's, he's, he's really owning the, the, the great MAGA king. He, he, I think a, a bunch of his supporters are now, like, photoshopping him into famous pictures where, like, they replace the head of some king with Trump's face. The great MAGA king. Oh God! <laughs> and by the way, this is this is first of all, this is great fun. I'm loving this. I'm now ultra MAGA. I've I've powered up. But I think the the reason why this is so newsworthy, the reason why this is so important, is because well, number one, because there's no way that this guy won. When I'm saying this guy, I mean Joe Biden. There's no way Joe Biden with this level of incompetency won the election. I just don't believe it. I'm sorry. I don't believe this at all. Because a guy like Joe Biden, who, who gaffs himself, like every other day he's making a gaff. How did he win the election? 81 million votes. Most popular president in history. He, he's so fundamentally, he so fundamentally misses the point. He doesn't get it. It's incredible. How do you, how do you, how do you be the president and be this wrong about everything? Like who told him? Like, oh, if you call the Trump people the 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 ultra MAGA, they're gonna be really offended. That's a big own. Because it wasn't about whether Biden was capable or not. It was about just getting rid of Trump. So they didn't really care who was in office. They just wanted someone, you know, to replace Trump. Right, but that but what I'm saying is is like this guy has the the first of all, I don't know necessarily if that's always the case the reality is is that the trump base got so energized and there's there's all this you know talk about, uh, now that trump's on truth social he gets to talk about 
you know, all the different things that happened during the election again. So we get to bring that up. But you have to understand that that Joe Biden was about as charismatic as a wet towel. So I just, I don't know. I I don't believe that this guy knows anything. But I also think this is why they're going to lose because they, they don't understand what people want. They just gave $40 billion to you to, what was it, to Ukraine? They gave $40 billion to Ukraine in foreign aid. They, yeah. they don't they don't know what the people want. What the Democrats do and what the people want are like, it's not even a Venn diagram. They're just two separate circles. They're just two separate circles. There's no overlap. Yeah, no. Um, I mean, the thing is about the, the $40 billion, usually when they give aid to other countries, usually it's on the condition that they use that money in the u.s so like, yeah they gave 40 million dollar was a billion billion dollars in, in in aid um but they probably under the condition that you know ukraine needs to like use it on american weapons and other things right but what you're ignoring here and this is the key thing most americans understand how foreign aid works what the problem is, is that they don't want to be giving $40 billion to Ukraine when we're just printing money. Like, no, I think it was like 40% of all bills that exist were printed in the last two years. Yeah, yeah, it was a huge number. Yeah, people don't want to be sending money to Ukraine. right? They don't want to be sending money to anyone right now. There's, there's a shortage of baby formula. Now that men can become pregnant, there's a shortage of baby formula. Well, why? How? Because now that men can become pregnant, you need baby formula for all those men that can become pregnant. No, I, I don't know. I don't think things are actually related. I think it's just a matter of... I think it really is just a matter of... They happen to be calling the men getting pregnant men, and they also happen to be running out of baby formula, probably because of supply shortage, probably because, you know, we still haven't gotten our economies back 100%. China's still under lockdown. Uh, we've got all sorts of problems with supply and people just can't afford anything anymore because they made our currency worthless yeah no there's definitely been a lot of i wouldn't say problems and i mean yeah there's been a lot of changes that biden's been doing yeah so i i think there's there's such a fundamental gap in, in in what people want and what people are asking for and it's just people don't want this who who asked for this no one. I don't think anyone asked for this. Nope. Nope. So that that's this is what the MAGA King on Ultra MAGA represents on the other side. Like, I think obviously, like, it's very funny. And the MAGA people, including myself, are gonna have a great time like memeing and stuff. And, you know, be sure to pay attention to the memes. But it's more about from the other side, if we're looking from the other perspective, this is like a, a this is a demonstration of why the Democrats are losing all the time, because they don't understand what the people want they're they're missing like there's a there's a miscommunication here and the people want cheap food they want jobs they want uh you know the the inflation not to be happening right now and joe biden's like got it baby formula shortage and 40 billion to ukraine all right got it you know this is not uh it's not gonna work out for them yeah <laughs> yeah not gonna work out for um, them. i get well this is his kind of like hell mary for the midterms, no? Yeah, to demonize Trump. Which you think is working or no? No, not going to work. 
Because the, the problem is, is that demonizing the other guy only really works if you're already doing a good job, but it doesn't really work if, if, if everyone is upset at you for all the things. And you're just like, but the other guy, the other guy. No, the other. Also, it just sounds like you're making excuses. It's like, you know, when someone complains, you know, you're living in the past, you're not focusing on the future. So it was like Trump's not running against him or, or anything at, at this point. You know, I feel like Trump's kind of minding his own business. Um, yeah, he's and, on his own little platform. How many people, like, even, like, how many people are on Truth Social right now? I don't know. Probably not a lot. I mean, like, a good several, maybe 100,000 people are on Truth Social. It's being, I, in my opinion, it's being rolled out pretty poorly. And again, I, I say this with a very a kind of basic knowledge of what's going on. But essentially, what happened was, is that Trump is kind of on his own platform he's not on twitter he said he wouldn't even go back to twitter i mean i don't know now that musk bought twitter he didn't, might musk be didn't buy twitter yet actually and if you were paying it if you were paying attention they actually put the deal on hold for legal reasons uh-huh because uh because and and this is my understanding my understanding is that musk is not confident when twitter said that five percent of their accounts are bots and this is a problem because if let's say more than 5% of Twitter accounts are bots and Musk buys the company before that's dealt with legally, he could be in a lot of legal trouble with all the people who all of a sudden Twitter is now advertising that they have like 5% bots and it's more like 10 or 20% bots. Why would that be a problem? Because there's shareholders in terms of like money, in terms of defrauding shareholders. Because if the if let's say Twitter has like 5% bots then the stock is worth a certain amount. But if, if let's say, stockholders find out that there's more than 5% bots, they might lower the value of the stock because they don't think Twitter is a, as good a company as they said they were. It would be like, imagine if Nintendo said, oh, we sold uh, 200,000 Switches in the past two days, right? And then it turns out, oh, they sold like 5,000. It's fraud because you're making financial decisions based on certain numbers and if those numbers are incorrect then you can get sued for lying to shareholders that is true yeah so uh, so musk doesn't want to get in trouble with that so he wants to clarify what the level of fake accounts are on twitter before he buys the platform right. so we got trump is dealing with his thing over in truth social and meanwhile biden is just demonstrating that he doesn't know what's going on in terms of the the country in terms of the election he's not going to win this because culture yeah you can't you can't beat a group of people who when you insult them they're like this is mine now can't do that <laughs> we own it we own exactly and it wasn't even like it wasn't even kind of reminds me when like was it kanye what, what did you say dragon dragon like, energy dragon energy and then we just like you just trump just took it and went with it <laughs> Or you know what else it reminds me of? And a lot of people have been saying this. It reminds me of Super Straight. Oh yeah, yeah. You remember Super Straight, right? Yeah, I remember that. That was great. That, those, those were great times. Yeah, but like you got Ultra Maga, Super Straight, Dragon Energy. Like, do they do they think we're gonna be like offended by being called Ultra Maga? It's like no. Mm. So yeah, so well, let's that, go, Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. And and no, it's really funny because I think Reuters or the AP they posted an article saying like. 
Let's go, Brandon doesn't really mean that they're cheering some guy named Brandon. It's really a not so nice dig at President Biden. It's like, yes. <laughs> you didn't know that? Okay. Anyways. Yes. Um... So I think I think but but the point is is that uh, Joe Biden and the Democrats are going to be in for a rude awakening if they don't stop making gaffes like this. And uh I think with that that's all I have to say about that. Yeah, so uh that's our show. Be sure to like the video, share with your friends, subscribe to the channel. In addition, we are on all your favorite podcast platforms. Be sure to check us out on Instagram at the right side of the compass where you can interact with us and you can also do so on our YouTube channel in the comments section. We hope you enjoyed and we look forward to joining us next time.